I'm Denise Densai. Here are the stories making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The Bangsamoro government joins calls for Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte to veto the controversial anti-terror bill. A resolution passed by the Bangsamoro parliament urges the chief executive to send the measure back to Congress to give lawmakers more opportunity to address enduring criticism of the proposal. Bangsamoro Government Chief Minister Ahod Balawag Ibrahim adds the measure contains overly vague provisions, including the definition of terrorism, surveillance of suspects, and detention without a judicial warrant of arrest. He fears Bangsamoro people would be among the hardest hit if the bill passes into law. The measure remains unsigned on President Duterte's desk. It will lapse into law by July 9th. Business groups also banding together to make an urgent appeal to President Duterte to veto the anti-terror bill. The Makati Business Club and 13 other business organizations join hundreds of academic, civic society, and multi-sectoral supporters in the call to block the passage of the controversial measure. They say a more thorough discussion is needed to get broad support for such a proposal. The groups have formally backed a new petition against the bill, which was posted at change.org Thursday. It currently has over 2,000 signatures. An update now on Monday's shooting incident involving Holo police and Army soldiers in Sulu. The body of one of the intelligence officers killed, Army Major Marvin Indamog, has been brought home in Kalinga, Apayao, where he was met with arrival honors. The Philippine Army mourns the death of its soldiers and vows to fully cooperate with an NBI probe. The Philippine police also extending their full cooperation, saying it will keep its hands off the investigation. President Duterte now in Zamboanga to discuss the incident with army and police officials. Andun po siya para ilifang moral ng lahat ng kasundaluhan, ng kapulisan. Dahil alam naman niya na kung may pagkakamali talaga, pwede namang iwasto po yan. At sisiguraduhin po niya na ito na po ang huling insidente na gaya nito sa kanyang administrasyon. News overseas, one of Hong Kong's most prominent democracy activists has fled the city for an undisclosed location days after Beijing imposed a controversial, tough security law. Nathan Law says he will continue his advocacy work on the international stage. Law on Wednesday appeared via video link at a U.S. congressional hearing. He testified about China's new legislation, which punishes, punishes secession, subversion and terrorism with up to life in prison. Law told American lawmakers the freedom to tell the truth had been lost in Hong Kong. The activist rose to prominence as one of the student leaders of the pro-democracy umbrella revolution, which shut down parts of Hong Kong for months back in 2014. The Prime Minister of France resigns ahead of a government reshuffle, but the LSE Palace says Edouard Philippe would handle government affairs until a new cabinet was named. Questions over Philippe's job have swirled since mid-June when President Emmanuel Macron declared he wanted to reinvent his presidency. It is common for French prime ministers to resign ahead of cabinet appointments, but he or she can still be renamed to the position. Analysts say it would be a political gamble for Macron to replace Philippe, who is more popular with the public than him. 
COVID-19 news now. The United States sets a new world record for the largest daily increase in coronavirus cases. The country on Thursday reported more than 55,000 new infections, topping the previous record of 54,771 set by Brazil on June 19th. Coronavirus cases are rising in 40 of America's 50 states, prompting governors to slow the pace of reopening their economies. Overall, the U.S. has recorded more than 2.7 cases. Worldwide, the new coronavirus has infected over 10.8 million people. The death toll is at 521,000, while recoveries are above 5.7 million. Back here in the Philippines, 11 petitioners urged the Philippine Supreme Court to compel government to conduct free mass testing amid rising COVID-19 cases in the country. The petition for mandamus also urges the high court to order government to improve its testing capacity and ramp up contact tracing, as well as provide accurate, timely and complete information on the coronavirus situation in the country. Tayo na lang po yung nag-iisa na may community transmission. No, doon sa ibang mga kasama natin sa WHO Western Pacific Region, lahat po sila ay clusters of cases na lamang, pero tayo nananatili pa rin tayo sa community transmission. Ibig sabihin, hindi pa natin matukoy kung saan ba talaga kumakalat yung sakit. Around 6,000 traditional jeepneys are back on the road after getting the green light from transport authorities. Among the units that are allowed to operate are those with valid passenger insurance policy and are deemed roadworthy. The allowed units are just a fraction of the estimated 55,000 traditional jeepneys in Metro Manila. But transport officials say the number can be increased depending on the demand. The Metro Manila's traffic agency reminds operators to follow health guidelines and to always prioritize the safety of passengers. Hindi na pwede before na door-to-door ang mga pasero, meaning pagpara, baba na. We should have designated stops so that we can monitor yung physical distancing. Remember, no? Remember yan. Yung na-out-of-focus na naman ng iba na... Ang number one priority pa rin natin is yung health and safety. Number two na lang yung uh, to travel from point A to point B. Transport group Piston, however, is not sold with the recent developments, alleging it is only a ruse by the government to appease the drivers. It adds thousands of drivers will continue to go hungry if only eight in every 100 jeepneys are allowed to ply the roads again. The Philippine Interagency Task Force on COVID-19 also allowing travel agencies in the country to reopen in an effort to revive the local tourism industry. But President Duterte's spokesperson, Harry Rojas, says they will only be allowed to resume operations with a limited workforce to prevent the further spread of COVID-19. Kinakailangan na po talagang buksan ng ekonomiya dahil kinakailangan na nating magkaroon ng hanap buhay muli. At kasama na nga rin po dyan, yung uh, unti-unting pagbubukas ng turismo sa mga lugar na MGCQ dahil napakadami pong mga trabaho na nakasalalay dyan sa uh, turismo. Limited religious gatherings or services to be allowed in areas under general community quarantine or GCQ beginning July 10th. Malacanang says the interagency task force has set restrictions to a 10% seating capacity with the condition that services are permitted by the local government and that churches observe strict compliance with minimum health standards. 
Salons and barber shops in GCQ areas will also be allowed to offer other services aside from haircuts. The Trade Department is expected to issue guidelines on the resumption of services. Philippine government revenues down 16% in the first half of 2020. Preliminary data submitted to the Finance Department show the Bureaus of Internal Revenue and of Customs collected a total of 1.155 trillion pesos. In the same period last year, they collected 1.375 trillion. The agencies also missed their target of 1.187 trillion pesos from January to June this year. The numbers come as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to restrict business activity in most parts of the country. Collections, however, began to pick up in June as the BIR and BOC reported collecting 270.77 billion pesos, exceeding last year's figure for the same month by 28%. A party list lawmaker insists the Philippine House of Representatives is not going after a permanent shutdown of ABS-CBN as it tackles the network's alleged franchise violations. House lawmaker Mike Defensor says the lower chamber is being fair in its hearings. He adds the franchise issue of the Philippines' largest media network is not a curtailment of press freedom. For people to say that we are out there to for a permanent shutdown, I think, would be uh, a little bit excessive. If it's a press freedom issue, then, you know, it's supposed to be blanket. All media is being uh, shut down. But actually what you have here is a franchise issue where you have a private company applying for a franchise for a business. And so, therefore, they'd have to really comply with the conditions of the franchise. Journalists, groups, and ABS-CBN employees hold a Black Friday protest to support the media giant's fight for its franchise renewal. Protesters gather at the Commission on Human Rights to denounce what they describe as the silencing of the network. It comes days after the country's telco regulator slapped two new cease and desist orders against the company's digital broadcast on TV Plus in Metro Manila and Sky's satellite broadcast nationwide. ABS-CBN is the parent company of this news channel. And those were the latest. I'm Denise Densai. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.